Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Welcome to part two of the Carbon Debate. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. But what about, you know, to me, I'd like to propose, you know, what about the raping of our farm soils by chemical companies and phosphate companies, you know? They're telling our farmers they've got to put this stuff onto their farms to get good growth or get good crops, and yet the crap that comes out of it, and sorry for that that word, but it's a proven fact that our soils are nearly sterile now because, and they've been going down every decade because of the rubbish that gets put into our soils, and America is just as bad, actually worse off than us in that state. And so that sort of stuff is, they're being fed all this BS from these chemical companies, our farmers, that they need better production and better fruit and better long shelf lives and everything else. But how's this affecting our bodies? And then we're looking at the pharmaceutical companies and what they're doing in their chemicals and what they're doing to us in the chemicals that we're eating in, maybe it could be vitamins or it could be medicines and those sorts of things. And what's that doing to our bodies? You know, our food is actually polluting us. And this is a fact. Uh, and so it's all in the name of big profits. And so at these pharmaceuticals uh, and chemical companies, you know, we only, I only saw on um, 60 Minutes last night, again, about the plastic containers that uh, contain, was a BPH or something like that, that leaches chemicals into our drinks and food. And the list of this sort of stuff goes on and on and on and on. Now, I'd suggest that these, either of these two areas, being the chemical companies or the pharmaceutical companies, would be causing much more, if, or at least as much, if not more damage to us as a nation, our health and, and our well-being and our longevity as a nation, than we're seeing with carbon and the proposed global warming. Now, this is, you know, as I said, there, to me, there's lots of important things we need to look at, yet nowhere enough is being done about either of these two issues. And, and you know, the reason why is because the big dollars are behind them. The government's obviously getting funding from these companies in terms of campaign contributions, or supposed to want to have a better word, or donations to the parties. And to me, governments like pharmaceuticals and chemical companies really go after the wrong thing. And to me, the answer is really simple in that rather than having or rather than taxing us more, provide an alternative. If there's an alternative, and I'm sure uh, most people listening to this podcast, if you had an alternative and you had A and B switch on your, your meter out the front, and one of them was environmentally friendly energy, and the other one you switched to the, the other way, and it was coal-fired gas power, you'd be flipping it over to the um, one for the environmentally friendly power if they were around the same price. Now, to me, that's what government should be doing, is helping us create that alternative. Now, and like chemical companies, if you look at these alternatives, chemical, chemical companies are fighting tooth and nail to slow down or halt organic food production. And yet, I know for a fact, from people who I know that are, are organic farmers, they grow more on their farm for less cost than any farmer that does the chemicals. And yet, we pay far more for our organic, organic food. And I know that some of the, the, uh, the government agencies don't recognise it as much. And so we're making it harder to make the farmers go organic. And the pharmaceuticals are, you know, are fighting tooth and nail and halting al- the alternative health movement. They're having things banned from being in Australia or America or wherever else because they're good for you. Now, to me, you know, that's wrong. You know, we should be allowing more alternative health if it's, if it's valid. And there are many alternative health Um, things out there that are quite valid and again the government in both these areas um, during successive governments have really been found missing 
So is this another one of those things? And that's what I'm saying is it's another one of these major things that the government seems to be going with big business before. For. Now, if a coal-fired power is a big carbon producer that is polluting our air, then create a support or support alternative energy. Make it mandatory for every new dwelling to have a solar power on their roof. Make solar power cheap or free to households. Now, if we've got millions of houses in, in Australia in the next few years all get solar power on their roofs, uh, then our need for coal will probably reduce by 25 to 50% or more, out of guess. Now, I don't know exactly, but I'll assume that that's the kind of figures we'd be looking at if every single house, at least. Because when I looked at um, putting solar power panels on my roof, it would take me 15 or 20 years or some 15 years, I think it was going to take me to pay just for the unit with the savings in my power. And that was running, I think, um, in Melbourne, obviously. In Melbourne, we've got a little bit less sun than everybody else. But the point was that it was going to be able to supply a really a reasonable chunk of my power. So if we're really serious about climate change, then we sh- maybe this should be done and done really, really quickly. You know, we know that we could implement this really quickly, putting solar panels on people's roofs. It could be done really quickly. I'd say we'd be able to do that in two to four years. We'd have every house in Australia with solar panels on it. And it had a huge effect on pulling power off the grid from uh, well, less power coming off the grid from these bad fuel polluters but I'm sure the the government would loathe to be doing that because they'd be upsetting um, the power companies and the mining companies you know the big miners would hate it obviously and obviously the big power companies would hate it so um, I'm sure the government wouldn't want to upset them and if the government was really serious then why do we have no government backed incentives to buy hybrid cars or any other fuel uh, alternative fuel cars or transport vehicles like buses and trucks there's very few trucks or buses out there that are on natural gas or anything else now the more fuel alternative fuel vehicles there are in australia the less reliance we'll have on oil and so on and so on and so on it just makes sense but why aren't we looking at that now it appears to me that a norm that um the benefits are enormous to Australians and the rest of the world, as we really do have viable alternatives, and yet governments want to apply a tax rather than actually work on the problem. I just don't get it. The list goes on and on about the alternatives that the government could implement, and I could come up with dozens more, I'd say. Yet, until a company can make millions out of an idea, it seems that we'll get no change. Maybe I'm oversimplifying things, and you know, I'm really maybe I am. Uh, but it seems to me that if we get everyone to shift to more sustainable energy sources faster, the less global warming becomes an issue. Now, I'm also sceptical. I'll also say that. I am sceptical, and not necessarily about climate change or pollution. But in governments mainly, but you know, we've continually been lied to with each successive government on many issues, and I don't trust them on this one. And the sceptic in me says that there is a conspiracy and that someone or somebody or some people or some companies are going to make billions and billions and billions of dollars out of this tax at the expense of ordinary people like you and me. So do we need another election? Probably. Do we need to seriously consider the carbon tax? Probably. Will we get what is really needed? Probably not. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.